0: you're listening to the seek first podcast for students with stephanie akiyama and kurt petershawn
1: Welcome back. Hey, guys. The Seek First Student Podcast. Yes. Kind of trailed off there. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for listening today. Hope that um, we just hope always that, and we pray about this. We just hope this podcast is good and helpful and right. beneficial um, to you as you listen. We we just want this to be um, conversations around any any topics that you guys may ask us about, or sometimes it's just things that we think about too. Yeah. Um, but just again, the reason we call this "Seek First is just in that idea and mindset of seeking first God's kingdom, yeah. His righteousness, as Jesus says in Matthew. What? Matthew six, six thirty three. <laughs> <laughs> it's either 36.
0: There's the threes and sixes in there. I just sprung that on. <laughs> I'm like, so terrible quiz, with the addresses. Yes.
1: Quiz. Kurt knows he, the addresses. She knew it. She knew <laughs> Yeah. It. She had it. Matthew six thirty three. 33. Yeah. Um, and the idea that being just your whole life, our whole lives should be so centered on Jesus and his kingdom that we can yeah. have conversations really about anything and know how to think biblically, think about how would he want me to think about this right. in, in whatever situation. So right. Today, um, we are going to answer a specific question that we got a while back from... A couple of different students, uh, Lauren Hall and Anna Bovine. So shout out to you guys, but they, they both had asked a question in, in sort of the similar, a, a similar mindset in vain about just having friends who are not Christians. Right. Um, and, and just how to interact with them, how to talk with them, how to witness to them, how to yeah. kind of not be awkward around them. Mm-hmm. Um, and even sometimes just when they don't care about anything to do with Christianity, religion, whatever. How to how how do I relate to them? Right, you know how to be right. friends.
0: It's a great people? question. So it is yeah, really and funny. we encourage you to have yeah. non non Christian friends. <laughs> like that, yeah. we
1: don't want you to circle up the wagons
0: and and just be yeah. uh, us and them. Exclusive. Yeah, we do not want. We that.
1: are and, and I don't know. Even saying that word, th- there is a sense in which the gospel itself is exclusive. In right. the sense that Jesus does make it clear. You only have salvation exclusively through me, right. right? Through Jesus. Yes. And that is true. Right. Um, however, as Christians, uh, we are not exclusive with our, our love to people, right? And our service to others and our friendships with right. even people who don't believe what we believe.
0: Because that salvation is extended to, to all anyone. People. Yes. Absolutely. To anyone. Yeah. Yep.
1: And Jesus, I mean, we just follow his example, right? That he was constantly hanging out with, even eating with, right. quote unquote, sinners, yeah. tax collectors, people who certainly did not believe what he believed, right. <laughs> what right. the disciples believed, right. what Pharisees believed. Um, anyway, so yeah. let's just jump into that conversation. How do yeah. we, I don't know, how do we do that a little better? How do we? How, how are we going to be good friends to people who don't believe what we believe and maybe don't go to church right. and, without being awkward weird. <laughs> weird, yes. or having to feel weird or even yeah. if they are people that... Uh, and I don't know how much this happens right now in our world with teenagers, but if you feel like you're, you're almost being persecuted, so to speak, or like in well, at least made canceled. Fun of, right. canceled, yeah, bullied right. because of what you believe, how do we then even still continue exactly to love our enemies as Jesus said exactly? Um, yeah, know, so.
0: Well, I mean, I, I was thinking about this and I think, first of all, and I know that this is probably our first answer for everything, but but the first of all, like literally pray. Yeah. Like it if you have someone that you are wanting to share Christ with or even just be a good friend with so that that leads to maybe them coming to church with you or having a gospel conversation, make sure that you're bringing it before the Lord. He is, yeah. you don't know what you will... Um, activate in that relationship. Like you have no idea what the Lord's going to plant on yeah, them right. to go, Oh man, this was so weird. I heard this or I saw this or yeah. what about this? Or, or, um, they might notice you in a certain situation. Like, man, you could have really lashed out of that person, but you really showed patience and grace and all of that with them. Mm-hmm. And they notice things and God does that. Yeah. And so make sure that you're praying all over this. Um, so that, Uh, I mean, you you just don't want to go in alone.
1: (laughs) right? You don't want to go in alone. I've heard it said that, you know, it's hard to talk to your friends about God if you haven't talked to God about your friends. Yes. (laughs) You know, I love that thought. Just that it is. And that's honestly, i am be real. It's not always my default to instantly think I need to pray about this situation or this person. It's often just I need to go do this thing. Yeah. And then you feel awkward about it or I don't know how to do it. Um, And look, you may feel awkward even after you pray. And that's honestly... That is probably (laughs)
0: 99% of the time. You still feel awkward, but here's the thing. And I know we've talked about this before, but someone has to bear the weight of the awkwardness, yeah, right? right. When, when that kind of conversation happens, someone right. has to bear the weight. And, and you are the Christian, right. right? Like your salvation is taken care of. Like they can't take anything of real value from you, right? So yeah. you bear the weight of the awkwardness yes. and going in, you might suffer some embarrassment. You might suffer some rejection. You might suffer some whatever, um, awkwardness, mm-hmm. but someone has to be willing. Yeah. And we as Christians have to be willing to bear the weight of that
1: yeah. going in. Yeah. And, and what, a I mean, even that is a, is sort of a testimony to the world. It's an apologetic in and of itself. Yeah. Right? I know we've talked about apologetics on here about, you know, knowing all the things or whatever. Right. Nobody knows all the things, no. but it's certainly good to study and learn and grow and have, yeah. have answers to give to people. That's great. But at the same time, I think part of our apologetic to people, part of the way that we uh, display the truths and the reality of what we believe about Jesus to the outside world, mm-hmm. is by living a life that is so radically steadfast in our love to people. Yes, that like you know what I mean that we're just yes. unwilling to give up and and like perseverance in right. itself, where. The whole world's ethic on this is like, you know, try a couple times with people and then we cancel and write off people. Yeah. Whereas Christians, we just go, you know what? I want to be like Jesus and just keep going and keep trying. And you know what? Yeah, you might have a friend that you have tried to kind of invite them to church or shared you yeah. with them or whatever, and they don't really care. They haven't really listened. I've had plenty of those conversations with students who feel that way. Um, but if you are the kind of person that just keeps trying with them... <laughs> right. Um,
0: they might come just to shut you up. <laughs> Maybe.
1: <laughs> yeah. Maybe. At the very least, I think they'd respect you. Right. You know, that they would, You know, okay, well, they genuinely believe what they say they believe. Yes. Because if they didn't believe it, they wouldn't invite me. Right. They wouldn't talk to me about yes. it. Yes. But if they do genuinely believe it, and hopefully we do, yeah, um, it should affect us in the way that we relate to them. Yeah. You know, they yeah. Can, we'll go share that with and them. And they
0: can so. respect the courage because everyone knows right. that takes, that takes some courage it does to be able to do courage. that. Yes. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Uh, did you ever have, like in high school, do you remember having, well, you weren't a Christian yet. I don't know, maybe when you became a Christian, was it college and
0: it was after college. Do you remember yeah.
1: ever having like an awkward friendship of that kind of sort? Yes. You have an example of that? Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, coming out of, when I became a Christian, yeah. there were so many relationships that I had before that were like my party buds, yeah, and, yeah. you know, all of that kind of and thing. And now it's so a little awkward. That's exactly right. And so, why aren't you coming with us? And yeah. why won't you ever show up to these things? And, and having those conversations and not lying mm-hmm. and saying, oh, I'm just busy or, oh, you know, whatever, but actually saying, I just, I'm not into that anymore. Like I have, I've, I'm, I'm changed. I'm different. And, right. and it's because of my relationship with Jesus and then being like, Oh, whatever, you know, but, but being genuine in it. Right. Um, and after that, I have had some of those friends who have then said, um, Hey, can you pray for me? Like, I, I know that you're the praying type or, or, you know, something <laughs> general like right. that. I know that you're the praying type, yeah. which gives you an in to keep that relationship going. Yeah. So sure. yeah, it has been th- yeah, there've been lots of different. And I I I don't want to give a like
1: word of that. warning on the other side too because for me, and we've shared our testimonies a little bit last time or a couple yeah, times ago. Couple of um just about uh, cuz I became a Christian at a younger age Yeah. and kind of being that Christian, I remember in middle school more so being that Christian kid who didn't cuss and didn't do some right. things or the other and getting uh, they were my friends But they right. would pick on me a little yeah. bit, Kurt never cusses or Kurt yeah. Kurt's the good kid Um, And that bothered me To the point that I kind of broke And the, to the point of me kind of going oh, You know what I just really want to fit in with them Right Um, And so I did start cussing And started being a little bit more disruptive in class I started being more mean to other kids And my, my sense of humor Like I would start to do some of that stuff Because it, it made me fit in And right. it made me less awkward Yeah Um. But the caution was then I get into my freshman, sophomore, junior years of high school, and by the time I'm a junior in high school, I don't recognize myself right. as a Christian. Yeah. I knew, and I kind of hit on this last time, like I knew I still loved Jesus and I believed in him, but man, it wasn't, I knew I wasn't living like Christ. Yeah, And no, my life was not awkward, but it was also not Christian. Or, and, powerful, and or, or powerful or compelling. I had or, no testimony. Yeah, I right. had no witness. Right. But you know, at, at all. Yeah. And so that's the word of warning on the other side. We can, uh, man, we can make excuses all day long about how things are awkward or whatever. But, man, if we embrace a life that's just never, quote unquote, awkward or never different, I guess, right. is, but let's just use that word for yeah. different, then what are we? We're just like everybody else. Exactly. We're just like the world. And we exactly. become... Useless. Yes. We become useless in the kingdom of God. Because right. it's only people who are willing to be a little different and yeah. be okay with that. So right. I, I guess maybe at the outset where we're we are praying and we're seeking the Lord first in all of yeah. this, that there also has to be a mindset at some point where we as Christians just simply become okay. With being a little different, yes, <laughs> you know, Because right. we have to be salt well, and light. And salt and light yes. is different.
0: Well, and it's funny because I feel like uh, like the hallways of our schools are chock full of people who make it a point to be different. Okay. They're gonna have color, yeah, yeah, yeah. different colored hair, different yeah. color, whatever, piercing, tats, like all the things. Like they're doing that in order to be different, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I think that we need to be okay with being genuinely different. Like like we are just different. We think differently. We, we act differently. We talk differently, whatever. Um, not unlovingly, and not for that attention, but for, by being genuine. And I think that's the other thing that I would say is live a life that is compelling. There's the, the scripture in Matthew five, let your light so shine before others that they may see your good works and give glory to your father who is in heaven. Like, I think that that light is being that genuine, yeah. generous, forgiving, right. kind, um, sacrificial person mm-hmm. just living like Jesus would live. And yeah. it is It is so compelling. Yeah. Like that is what is compelling. I think about the Philippian jailer and I think about you got Paul and Silas who've just been beaten to smithereens and thrown in jail. And yet they're yeah. still singing. They're still praising. They're not bashing everyone around them. They're not like, oh, woe is me they're, they're being a Christian. And when, when everything hits the fan and this Philippian jailer is about to, to take his own life, they call out and go, now they're calling out to the enemy. Like yeah. we would go, yeah, go ahead. Like, go ahead. But they're like, don't do that. Don't do that. And he says to them, because their life is so compelling, mm-hmm. what must I do to be saved? Like, I want what you've got. Yeah. What must I do? And I think that is fantastic. Like that is living a life so compelling, being different and being okay with it, um, and just it it changes lives. Like it's powerful.
1: They had the opportunity to escape that prison. Oh my gosh! And they didn't. Yeah, Paul. That's what Paul's saying. Like, don't kill yourself. We're all still here. That's exactly right. We're we're all in jail still. We could have left, but we didn't. That's exactly right. To Paul, it was not okay. Now I have an opportunity to get out of jail, which is what everybody would want, right? But Instead, he saw that as an opportunity to display that something was unique and maybe even awkward about these people. Like, that's right. so weird. Yes. Who the heck would sit in just a jail cell right. while they had the opportunity to be free? Yeah. If not to display the glory of God for this person who then, like you said, asks, okay, how do I have what you have? Yes. I want to know that. So that's Pretty good. amazing. Yes. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so I, you know, I think what are some practical things that we can do? You know, what are some ways that we can start conversations that we can maybe, because it's like, we don't have to be awkward. We right. don't have to be weird about how we approach people, No. um, if it's weird at all, it's weird because the world is weird. The world is so backwards. Right. And, and it's weird so- because
0: we make assumptions about how they're going to react. Right. Exactly. right, We go into the we conversation. Work up about that's that. exactly yeah. right. Going, oh, they don't go to church, so they must yeah. not believe in this or whatever. And it's yeah. like, don't go in with assumptions. Like, go in right. because st- statistically speaking, people do want to talk about spiritual matters. Yeah, Like they do want to know mm-hmm. because there is, a, we're made in the image of God. Everybody, no matter what their behavior is, how they act out, everybody is made in the image of God and they want to know. Yeah. And so they really do want to have those spiritual conversations. Right. Um, they might put on a facade and there might be a little bit of a wall that you've got to kind of
1: get through. Yeah. yeah.
0: But they do want to have those conversations. They do want Absolutely. answers.
1: Yeah. And I think our, again, so our, our love to them, our service to them, our just genuine friendship with people. Yes. I think that is the way that we get through that wall. Yeah. You know, um, again, that's that's the beginning of our apologetic. Yeah. Um, that old saying, people don't care how much you know. Right. They don't know how much you care. Right. Um, they don't care if you know all the apologetics. Right. And maybe you do. But you're never going to have an opportunity to tell them about that stuff.
0: Right, if you're a jerk. If you're a jerk. <laughs> Don't be a jerk. Because
1: they're constantly putting up the wall yes. against the jerks. Right. Um, but if we are people of kindness and compassion and genuinely just want to get to know people before we want to convince them of anything necessarily, we just want to know them and know how we can yes. connect with another human being. That's exactly who, like right. like you said, is made in the image of God. Yeah. Um, man, maybe it just starts with that. That's do, what I think. Do I recognize yeah. that that's a person... Made in God's image, you know. Because I, I'll confess, like I've had times, even in, as a student pastor, you see certain kids and you make assumptions, right, about what they care about. That's they, exactly right. And, and I'll tell you, I have had multiple students that I can think of that are just on the outside, very hard, right, very difficult, very standoffish, mm-hmm. very almost like impenetrable, right, in the in their heart and mind about like this kid's just never gonna care. This kid's never. But you'd be amazed at how sometimes those are the kids that God just goes after so hard through the love and the care that somebody else shows them. And then those are the kids that, man, you just see the gospel eventually pierce their heart Um, and how he can break down that wall, but he does it through because that kid always knows there's some people that have been there. There's some people that have loved me.
0: Who see their humanity. saw me
1: for, Yes, for who they are. Other than just this... Facade. exterior yes. wall. Um, okay. so yeah, don't be afraid, you know, don't right. be afraid. Don't, don't ever, and don't ever write people off of yes. like, uh, yeah, that person's never going to know. They're never going to get it there. It's going to be, that's exactly, it's right. going to be too hard. Yes. Um,
0: because you have, you have what they need. Yeah. Like as a Christian, they might not know yet. we have what people need right. more than they need food. More than, Like uh, absolutely, if they're hungry, we should feed them. <laughs> like, But we have what they yeah. really deeply need. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, don't give up on people. That is so easy for us to do in our cancel culture to just go, well, I, I said something once to them and they blew me off. And so I'm just, right. I'm not going to do that again.
1: Yeah. And so I also think too, just looking at, Having your eyes open and your ears open for opportunities, mm-hmm. you know, like really being, I think, again, that's to the seek first the kingdom, yeah. right? That that idea of my eyes are always open to wherever and however God might be giving me an in, an open door, yeah. an opportunity to whether it's just love and serve, or I think sometimes where the harder opportunities are is when we do need to open our mouths right, and say something that is... Whether it's just an encouragement to somebody, or just telling somebody how loved and valued they are, mm-hmm. or telling somebody the truth of Jesus and the right. gospel, because um, some people—and I'll, I'll confess, I've done this—like we we kind of want to stop at the okay, I'll just be nice to them, right, and serve them, yeah. And it's great to be nice and serve, right? Them, but sometimes, right, when we have the opportunity to actually open our mouths and speak, so I think about in uh, Acts chapter eight, there's this guy named Philip. And he's, it says he's like walking along the road and he sees this other guy riding in a chariot and he's, out loud, I guess, reading some scripture yeah. and um, the spirit. It says the spirit had kind of just prompted Philip go stand beside that chariot, mm-hmm. and the guy's reading the scriptures, and and so Philip kind of just goes, "Hey, like, what you are reading there?" Yeah, you know. <laughs> now, obviously, life would be a lot easier if every lost person was uh, right. <laughs> just reading a Bible, <laughs> reading and, Isaiah, and yeah. wanted you to tell <laughs> right, them about yeah. it. Now, that doesn't always happen, but what is true is Philip was at least attentive to the Lord's prompting in his heart, and just was willing to go stand beside this chariot of a person who didn't know God yet. Right. But who God was going to open up a conversation. Right. Yeah. And then Philip was ready. Right. And that's what Peter says, right? Yes. Always be ready. Yeah. In that moment in First Peter. So always be ready. And so Philip was and he just goes, Oh, okay. Well I'll share with you. And he shares with them the gospel. Um and he could have copped out and he could have, you know, just told him a little bit and went away. But right. he was like it says he like laid it out for him as best yeah. he could. As long as the guy was willing to listen. And the yeah. guy hears it, he gives like Jesus, he's baptized. No, that's not always going to happen. But the point being, just look for opportunities. Yes. And when they're there, take them. If I can give a quick negative example yeah. um, from my own life. Um, when I was in high school, I was a senior. So my senior year was when I was actually trying to live for Jesus, doing my best is, is for the most part of doing that. Um, I had a friend who was not a Christian, didn't ever go to church. I don't know if he ever went in his life. Um, but I invited him to come to church, and he did. He came on late. It was like a, uh, it was around Halloween time. We had like a dress-up party and yeah. whatever, and it was a big fun thing. Um, and he came to that and, uh, I remember my friend, well, Brit Johnson actually yeah. spoke that <laughs> night. He preached that night and nice. he liked Brit a lot and it was, it was great. Like he had come with me. So for whatever reason, and I don't know, I cannot look back and remember why, but I just never really invited him again yeah. and I never really followed up with him. Right. Um, I know he had fun and I know he enjoyed it and probably certainly would have come again, um. But for me, I just missed an opportunity. I just look back on that sometimes and think, man, I missed I missed a good opportunity there. Yeah. Because um, I don't know. I think I was, maybe it was just like, okay, I invited him my one time. Right, so right. I, don't right. Know if that was I my did my thing, head. Lord. Now maybe, it's your
0: turn. Maybe, <laughs> yeah. maybe that's what yeah. I
1: did. Or I just felt awkward after that or mm-hmm. something. But yeah, I just, um, I kind of look back on that. So I think, you know, again, let's just have our eyes and ears open and have mm-hmm. that courage to just go, uh, you know, I want to go above and beyond and not just making an invite, once or twice, and if they say no, just invite them again. Right. And tell them, be like, yeah. you know, I'm gonna invite you next week. I just want <laughs> right. you to know, I'm coming back. You know? Yeah. But anyway, that's yeah. a negative example, but something that I, I don't want anybody to live with that right. regret looking back and going, man, I, I think I missed some opportunities.
0: Yeah. You know. And I think if I if our identity is really an uh, ambassador for Christ, yeah. like if that's who we know that we are, then we go in knowing they can accept or reject it's not on us. like we're just we're just an ambassador for Christ like we're just going in, we're just yeah. telling the things. Let's like the the Samaritan woman you know who just runs into town and she's like, you guys will not believe this. you got to come see this guy. <laughs> right. I mean, I imagine some people came and some people didn't, right? But that wasn't on her, right? That was not on her. She just came and delivered the message. And so I think that that's that's what what we what we're called to do. but I think that that comes from a genuine a genuine, uh, care for other people. Like if we go in selfish at all, yeah. like it's just going to look really cool if I bring someone to church with me or, or or whatever. Like if we go in with any kind of selfish motive, it number one puts a pressure on us that is unnecessary. But if we just right. go in genuinely caring about this person, like like knowing if this person were to die in a car accident today, they would mm-hmm. go to hell, mm-hmm. and we're like, I, I just. I need for you to know the truth. Like, I just, I need to be kind to you. I need to share love to you. I need to share the gospel with you. Just, and that, and, and, and your response is not on me. Like, like it's on, it's on right. Christ yeah. after that, but, but just really caring about people and understanding what, um, what the love of Jesus can do in someone's life.
1: Yeah, for sure. And, and, and just remembering, like you said, who, who's in charge of the response and yeah. who, who, Who does the weight fall on? Because ultimately it is, it's on the Lord to draw anybody to himself. Yeah. Right. You know, and he uses our obedience. That's Absolutely. what he uses. That's his method. Yeah, um, We are the method, but we're not ultimately the power behind whether or not that person's going right. to believe in Jesus. Um, God will do that according to his will. So we just have to be willing to, to be obedient, to go and share, to embrace the awkward if we need right. to, to have conversations where we need to, to serve and love people. And, and just, again, let that be the apologetic of our lives that we're, I'm just going to Unapologetically, go be like Jesus, right? And let Him then do the work, and be mm-hmm. okay with. At the end of the day, we can still lay our head down and be okay with our day because we knew I was obedient to Jesus, right? If nobody <laughs> followed me in that, if nobody wants to come to church with me, if nobody, whatever, believes, yeah, um, I know I'm doing what I'm supposed to do, yeah. And we can be okay with that.
0: Well, and over and over, I mean, we can look at the lives of different missionaries and different martyrs mm-hmm. who. Um, you know, seem to be unfruitful.
1: And Darius talked about that last Yes. Week. Yeah.
0: yeah, he did. That's right. Who seem to be unfruitful yeah. because they're planting seeds, planting seeds, trying to water, trying to weed, trying to do all the things and nothing is happening. Right. Um, but God, God's word never returns void. Nope. Never. And so when we share God's word, it goes forth. It's active. It's alive. It goes forth and yep. it does it, what it's intended to do. And so our job is to share. Our job is to be secure in our right. identity in Christ, knowing that that's what we do. We go out and we let our light
1: so shine before men. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and maybe just my last kind of practical thing would just be sharing your story again. I yes. we talked about that, but, um, you know, human beings, we love stories. We love yeah. to hear each other's stories or whatever. Um, I think it's a great kind of inroad there. Just sharing with your friends, mm-hmm. like maybe before you start Bible thumping, right? <laughs> um, just be a person who's willing to go. Hey, here's here's me. Here here's, you know, I used to be like this, right. and now I'm like this. And what happened was I met Jesus, and yeah. he changed my life there. And right. here's why I am the way that I am. Yeah. Um. At least it, one, it helps people just kind of understand you. Mm-hmm. And two, it gives people a uh, just an opportunity to to see that. At least you genuinely believe that the life that you live is because of Christ. Right. Um, whether, again, they believe that or not, but they believe that you believe it. Yeah. And so they can at least look at you and understand why you are the way right. that you are. And then that gives you more and more, I think, just more and more opportunities where people understand you Yeah, and like, oh, well, you know, Stephanie just, I know that she believes in this Jesus guy right. and that's why she loves me the way that she does. Yeah. And I'm great with that. Right. And at the end of the day, by the way, who, if we're actually being like Jesus and loving people the way we should, who who's going to hate us for that? Right. Like, yes, they may hate the message. That's yeah. true. And I think that's where the persecution will come in from time to time in, in the world is people hate the gospel message right. itself. Nobody hates being loved and served. Right.
0: <laughs> you know? Right. Their so, needs being met. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. Right. Yeah. You know, right. So
1: if we're just those kind of people, you know, exactly. I think that's helpful for sure. Yeah.
0: I think it is. I think it's a huge witness and an inroad and uh, changes hearts and lives to see mm-hmm. see us being genuine. And that's that was and I was just gonna piggyback on what Kurt was saying. Just be honest. With your story, like, like don't go in and going, oh, well, you need to know Jesus because life is all rainbows and unicorns after (laughs) afterwards, you know, (laughs) so it's going to be awesome. Um, you know, share, share your life with people, um, genuinely care about them. No going in that you're not to get anything out of it, but just because they're a fellow creature and they need salvation just as much as you, uh, and you were forgiven much and they need to be, be forgiven much, um. Yeah, I think it's good just to live your life generous and kind and forgiving and loving and seeing people.
1: Yeah, I think our very first podcast we kind of talked, or maybe it's the second one, we talked about that, like going into any situation, with not with a mindset of what do I get from this, right? but what can I give to this? Absolutely. And and never, because as Christians, we know we are already approved by God, right? right? That's what salvation is. It's righteousness in its kind of nature is... God approves of me in Christ. Right. And so I can then go into every friendship, every conversation, every room that I enter and know I'm not going to get any value from this place. Right. Nobody's going to make me better than I already am because I'm in Christ. And
0: they can't take anything of value from me. Right.
1: And so I can walk in there going, but I have everything to give these people. Yeah. I have everything to give. And I can't be, I can't give... I can't like have nothing left because right. God has filled me up and yes. I am a prude. I am a son or daughter of God. So I can walk into this room with confidence in Christ Right? Um, that, man, I can just go serve and love and give myself away to people. And if they reject that, they're, they're rejecting God ultimately, right. not me. And it's not personal to me because my identity is not wrapped up in them. That's right. It's not in them. That's it's right. in the Lord and I'm pleasing him, I'm already pleasing to him. So I'm just gonna go in to give, and I think that mindset right there, so good. That's a game changer because Absolutely. it's so freeing. You're mm-hmm. free then, just to right. Be like, you know, I'm just here to make this place better, <laughs> not <laughs> right. to get anything. From <laughs> that's it.
0: exactly right. You know,
1: yeah. Um, the people in your school, teenagers, the people in your school, they they cannot make you more valuable than you are. Right, they can't do it. Um, and especially if you're in Christ, there's nothing they can give or take from you right right that that you have in right. christ
0: that makes you more or diminishes you yeah. in any so, capacity
1: yep. man let's live our lives in that and then be free to just be like paul where he tells the Philippians, like i'm just being poured out like a drink offering like yeah. i'm just here to give everything i can give so yeah. that maybe some of you come to know jesus yes you know and yeah then i know i didn't do it for nothing that's right so yeah um yeah, at the end of the day, not everybody's going to follow and believe in Jesus. You know? Yeah. That's just true. And I know that's hard. Um, but some people will.
0: <laughs> that's you know the I'm good saying? stuff, guys.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you what. Some people will. So good. You remember the first person you ever baptized? I do. Dude? Yeah. I don't know if you remembered it. I, anyway, I was just thinking about yeah. it. Because um, that's such a. That's such a life changing thing when you get to baptize somebody, like yes. lead somebody to know Jesus. Right. And baptize them. me, it was yes. I actually don't remember his name, but I do remember doing it at at a camp. It was yeah. a middle school kid who wanted to meet it Like I had talked to him about Jesus and he wanted yes. to be And I just remember thinking, that's crazy. You know, like you want me to be the instrument that God uses right now to help you have eternal life, to bring you to it? Oh, that's insane, right? <laughs> like I got to share the gospel and do I, what. I, so I just say that to say this. So when I said some people will, right? Like if you are willing, just to embrace the awkward sometimes, yes. just to share, just to right. love, just to serve, and 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 speak yes. the gospel. And maybe it's one out of a hundred, but that one. Yes. That you get to show Jesus to, and maybe yes. even baptize in him, whether you baptize him or not. But Well, and that's what I was going to say. I
0: remember who, the first person I led to Christ. Sure. But I went to Same. a church that only the pastor baptized sure. people. Yeah. So, <laughs> Same yeah. thing,
1: though. I mean, yeah,
0: absolutely. Oh, it is it is a game changer. Like, you want more of that. Like, right. yes.
1: Yeah. It's so awesome. Yeah. yeah. And for lack of a better word, just the spiritual high that that is yeah. of like, man, I saw Jesus work. And I know we can do it again. And
0: I got to be a part of it. Like like the tiniest little part of it, but I got to be a part of it. Like he used me. Oh my gosh.
1: Yeah. Me. Like that's something to get addicted to. Just sharing Jesus with people and seeing him work. And, And that will make 99 rejections worth it. Amen. Absolutely worth yeah. that. I'll take ninety nine rejections to get one person to see Jesus. So good. And their life has changed. And now they get to go forever to about Jesus. That's exactly and right. And you know you have a part in that yeah. too. So super cool. Yeah. Um, well, hopefully this has been helpful just to you know yeah a you know, quick recap. Maybe embrace the awkward. But, uh, <laughs> right. Be genuine. Be genuine. See people for just pray first. Yes, just, All these things. Yes. And just share it Just testimony. love people. And love Just people. love
0: people for heaven's sakes. Yeah, yeah.
1: absolutely. <laughs> Thank you all for listening today. We love you guys. And yep. as always, seek, seek
0: first, first the kingdom, kingdom of God. Thank you for listening to the Seek First podcast. We hope and pray that you have been encouraged and empowered to seek first the kingdom and righteousness of God in every area of your life. If you are a teen or young adult and have a question or topic that you would like Stephanie and Kurt to discuss on Seek First, simply email kurt at eastridge.church. Until next time, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness.